0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of Random Pursuit on the Incomparable Network's game show, a game that discards the board and shuffles trivia cards from far, far too many trivia games. I'm calling this 15th edition of the show the Commonwealth Edition, because I've collected a lovely group of Brits, plus one Canadian, to answer questions from this fairly American-centric game. Will the Canadian have a possibly unfair advantage? Maybe. Does the Canadian bake for me on a semi-regular basis? Definitely. Is there a connection? Mm, Possibly. So let's meet those players, shall we? I will introduce them, of course, in the order they will play, as selected by random.org. First up, we have a first-timer on Random Pursuit from jolly old England. Thank you for agreeing to be a victim, I mean, a player here today, Paul Cornell. Good evening. Now, random.org clearly likes first timers because our next player is also new to the show. And as you might know if you're a regular listener, Random Pursuit is basically just a long running ad for Dice by PCALC. And now its creator (laughs) is finally paying up by agreeing to be on the show. (laughs) Welcome, James Thompson.
1: Well, I feel I've been brought in as whatever the complete opposite of a ringer is, uh, in that I will get none of the answers correct.
0: (laughs) Well,. We'll, we'll see how our, our next player feels about that. Our third player is becoming a regular around these parts. It is the aforementioned Canadian, Annette Weirstra. Welcome back, Annette.
2: Hello. I am an expert at losing this game. <laughs> and that probably counters all the baking I've provided you and the uh, Canadian ness, closeness <laughs> to Americanness.
0: Yeah, I will say that just for fun the other night, uh, Annette and some of our friends were, were were playing random pursuit together, not keeping score or anything. But I'm just saying that, yes, it's true that living in North America might technically give Annette an advantage, but I saw how many questions she answered correctly. So I feel like you people from the UK shouldn't feel too uh, worried. Don't worry. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Next, we do have another Scott joining us. Let's hope she brought her own cheese and crackers this time. Welcome to my Verity co-host, Lizbeth Miles.
3: Greetings, fellow sentients. And also that cheese and crackers thing is now like three years old. (laughs) Get a new joke. i will be talking about the Rivos operation
0: at the next opportunity I get. (laughs) Okay, that's, that's fair. But I feel like that's one of those things you may never live down. Just saying. Uh, And last, but certainly not least, it is the man who borrowed the trivial pursuit idea for his own show in which he tortures North Americans with questions from the UK. I think Turnabout is definitely fair play. Welcome to the host of UK Triv, Antony Johnston.
4: Hello, Erica. They say revenge is a dish best served cold. I'm starting to think maybe it's best served Canadian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm going to laugh at every single question that i read for you but
5: you're not not saying yeah, that either exactly why did you bait them anthony why did you I
4: know. <laughs>
0: i'm so sorry i'm
4: so sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah really it's all his fault uh, okay so the quick rundown on how this game works random pursuit is similar to the basic trivial pursuit board game but instead of using the board each player has their own six-sided die or dice rolling app like dice by p james i'm curious are you using a six-sided die or are you using your app
1: I, I have, like, literally both in case, I, <laughs> like, on a per-question basis how I feel. Uh, but I, I, do, I do appreciate the, the constant plugging of my product.
0: <laughs> well, it's a great product. Uh, so anyway, the players will roll their die or their app to determine which question on the card they will answer. There is one exception to this, and that is Chex Trivia, which has eight questions per card. So I get to roll my eight-sided die if those come up and for each question you answer correctly, you get one point. If you answer correctly, then you get to roll again for another question, but you can only do three questions in a row on one turn, except when we get to the final round, when there is no question limit. Um, I do miss the roll again spaces from the board of Trivial Pursuit, so for extra random fun, If you roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, you get to pick which edition your question comes from. I have given the players a list, but it is way too damn long to read on the podcast. uh, So sorry. Um, If you happen to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, then you get to pick both the edition and the category. But that doesn't happen very often. We're going to play for an amount of time, determined by me, and then we'll do one last round with no question limit and the player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until I say so. So uh, let's get to it, shall we? All right, Paul, you get to go first. So go ahead and roll your six-sided die. Six. All right. Starting off with a six. This is coming from the TV edition of Trivial Pursuit that came out in 1991. Category six is wild card, so could be anything. So, Paul, tell me, was Desi Arnaz ever nominated for an Emmy Award? Hmm. Get a nice 50 50 question for your first uh, first one. Now,
5: I've never seen this gentleman's work, but I know of him and that's a start.
0: <laughs> that is something. <laughs> you may not be able to say that for every question.
5: Indeed, married to Lucille Ball. So, I think given that he m- moves in a few different fields and he was a producer as well. Yes, I think he must have he was yes.
0: I am afraid that is incorrect. Oddly oh. enough, he was never nominated for an Emmy award that seems like a an oversight on somebody's part. He was robbed. He was. All right. James you're next.
1: I have rolled a four.
0: All right, this next card, and suddenly got very Scottish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've got to roll your eyes. I mean,
0: oh, right. go on. Julie noted. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, this next card is uh, from the Trivial Pursuit Two Thousands edition, which is a little bit different. So I have to I have to do a little ex- explanation here. Instead of having one card with six categories on it. There are six different colored cards, each color for a category, and then each card has a subcategory on it, and there are six questions on the card. I do not know why Trivial Pursuit keeps trying to reinvent itself. It's kind of annoying. Um, But anyway, this card appears to be yellow. It's a little hard to tell the yellow from the orange uh, when they're not right next to each other. So in the 2000s edition, uh, yellow is events, so your subcategory for events is anniversaries.
1: Okay. And what was the number Can I yet? remember my own anniversary?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually the question. Can you? Uh, no. What was, the, what was the number you rolled again? Uh, it was a four. Four. All right. The fall of what city's wall, allowing free travel from east to west for the first time since 1961, celebrated its 20th anniversary in 2009?
1: Uh, that would be Berlin.
0: That is correct. And uh, another little thing about the 2000s Trivial Pursuit is that uh, sometimes it gives you a little extra information in addition to just the answer. That's the one thing I do like about this edition of Trivial Pursuit. So, so the answer at the, at the back says Berlin, world leaders gathered at the site on November 9th to celebrate the event. Isn't that nice?
1: Well, I, I can say that I have actually touched uh, the Berlin Wall uh, when I was in Montreal because I found a part of it in a shopping mall.
6: What? <laughs> That's so
1: <laughs> random. Are you sure it was real? No, it I've was 100% too- real. They they like split it up, and they shipped bits of it around the world and it, it was oh, okay
4: so i've was been legitimate. to berlin and been faced with what i'm pretty certain are fake bits of the wall
1: so <laughs> like, well, the, like a whole you know it's like uh religious relics that somebody is selling parts of the berlin wall um <laughs> I am sure. I mean, would the Canadians lie to me? Honestly, I don't think people
4: so. were doing that in Berlin just after the wall fell. Like when I went there, there were literally people with trestle tables set up selling so-called bits of the wall. That doesn't sound like a, that Montreal, no, a was
0: real. like a Montreal thing to do, though, I have to say.
1: Well, uh, if anyone can tell me whether this was legitimate or not, uh, I would please write into the podcast. Oh, how would they do that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) James, you do get to roll again, because you got one right.
1: Uh, Okay, I rolled a one.
0: All right. This is the uh, DVD pop culture edition of Trivial Pursuit, and category one is movies. So what American city is the movie Avalon? set in oh guess an american city um
1: and new it, york
0: that is an american city i will give you that it's <laughs> do i
1: get a point for that you <laughs> do, do
0: not i'm afraid uh the correct answer is baltimore i have never heard of this movie avalon hmm doesn't sound like anybody else has either. So, nope. No ghost point roxy for me. music. That's all I've got. <laughs> all right. Uh, Annette, you get to roll.
2: One. Okay.
0: This is coming from the 1980s edition. And the first category in the 1980s edition is personalities. So tell me <laughs> what Bible thumper labeled pornographers, quote, the scum on an otherwise tranquil pond? end quote looking for a bible thumper um i'm gonna say jim baker afraid not but the the jim's correct mostly uh it was jimmy Swaggert.
2: Uh, yeah what's
5: the pond in that metaphor
0: uh good question Atlantic, <laughs> Because
5: if the pond is all human sexuality, that's
4: not particularly tranquil. <laughs> well, it might have been in his house. It <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, probably was. It yeah. very, uh, I don't know, considering... The, yeah, the, I wouldn't bank on that, the, actually. The tell-alls that we get about, uh, about <laughs> yeah. many of the, those fellows. Mm. <sighs> Liz, please his roll. P- his
5: pond was probably... Yeah, probably. Yes.
0: Oh, actually, Liz, don't roll, because... Oh you are getting a question from Czech's Pocket Trivia. (laughs) And I'm sorry to say, this is coming from the 50s and 60s edition. (laughs) But I have my dice already. I'm sorry. It's just sitting here. Do you have an eight-sided die there? Yes. Oh, you can. All right, then I will allow you to roll your own.
3: Ooh, I have a whole set here. They're my sparkly underwater sea treasure ones.
0: Ooh, all right. Well, I will first, for you, you can roll an eight-sided die. Yay,
3: which one's the eight-sided one?
0: uh the one with eight sides (laughs) it's like two pyramids stuck together that one
3: definitely has at least eight so i'll roll that
0: and i think annette's description was was good eight okay yes all right what group with the hit song come go with me was one of the few racially mixed groups in the 50s um (laughs) the beatles Uh, i'm afraid not (laughs) (laughs) hey at least she picked a band from the 50s and 60s uh uh, the dell vikings is the actual answer here you will
3: shock to hear that i've never heard of them neither have i
0: i've heard of them but i never would have gotten that question in a million years although i do know the song come go with me it's very catchy all right anthony you're up
4: I thought you were going to sing it for us then.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, G6. no. We can't afford those rights.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> I rolled a five.
0: All right. This is coming from the the classic genus edition, the very first, the one that started Ooh. it all. And in that one, category five, as is right and proper, was science and nature. So Indeed. <laughs> that was a terrible fake laugh because this question actually isn't all that funny. Um <laughs> What genus and species is man classified as?
4: Uh, You know, it's funny. Literally, just yesterday, I was talking with Marcia and saying how terrible I am at knowing the difference between things like genus and species and uh, breeds and all that sort of thing. But I'm going to guess that this is Homo sapiens.
0: You are correct. And that means you get to roll again.
4: All right. I think this is the point where you have to not just laugh, but say, oh, no, you'll get this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's coming.
4: I, I rolled a five again.
0: Oh, that means you get to choose the edition your question comes from. Uh, and if you don't have the list up and handy, I will just tell you that almost everybody picks Junior Trivia junior 1. Trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: I, I do have the list in front of me, and it was a—it's a, a toss-up between Junior Trivia One and Star Wars.
0: Yeah, um, or, or Star Wars or Doctor Who. If, if somebody has a specialty, sometimes they will go. Well, with not
4: that. not Who for me, but go on, I'll take the Star Wars.
0: All right, this is the part of the podcast where I shuffle through my cards and find a Star Wars card. <laughs> this is what happens when you have like twenty-seven different editions. Oh, no, I've
4: just seen what Category 5 is in that one. Oh, I've made an error.
0: Well, you know what? I haven't haven't found one yet, so if you would like to change course, go right ahead.
4: No, 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 I I can't do that. No, it's droids, creatures, and aliens, oh dear.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. All right. Droids, creatures, and aliens. I've made a terrible mistake. (laughs) I'm sure you'll get this, Anthony. What alien species did C-3PO refer to when he asked, quote, do you think they'll melt us down? Oh, ah. Uh... I know. Was that the Ewoks? I'm afraid it was not. I heard... Is I... it the Jawas? Liz, was that uh, you that whispered? On. You knew it? No. Somebody whispered.
2: It was definitely wasn't me.
1: It wasn't me, so I, I suspect it was Liz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it was the jawas so that was, you got on your it
0: second guess jawas, yeah. but i'm afraid that doesn't count yeah. for a point. not good enough i knew that <laughs> <There you> <laughs> go, <laughs> <Liz>. <laughs> it was uh, i'm sorry <laughs> well you know what liz you can have a ghost point uh but you got to track it yourself uh, thank you <laughs> that's my only point of the game <laughs> well right now uh one point seems to be the way of things because we have a three-way tie for first <laughs> James, Liz, and Anthony each have one point. And uh, Paul and Annette continue to be really cool people. So (laughs) that's how that works. All right. So we're back around to the top of the order. Paul, you get to roll your die. Two. All right. Two. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition. One of my least favorites. I just don't like it. Uh, Category two is SS. I believe that stands for Stage and Screen. Every time I see SS it makes me think of something completely <laughs> different. Another reason I don't like this edition. Okay. So tell me, what talk show host made Wahoo, Nebraska a temporary home office after the town sent it or excuse me, after the town sent in a cow dung clock with a dead fly stuck to it. We are looking for um, a talk show host.
5: Well, that sounds like the sort of thing David Letterman would do.
0: That is exactly the sort of thing David Letterman would do. You are on the board.
5: Oh, all right. And get hey. to roll again.
0: Uh, three. All right. This one is coming from Trivial Pursuit Volume Six. That's right. It's not genus six. It's Volume Six because I think eventually Trivial Pursuit realized Americans were too dumb to say the word genus. All right. Category three is history. Which nation's NASDAQ affiliate did McDonald's choose for its first non-U.S ipo that's a lot of letters in that
5: nasdaq
0: Uh uh-huh
5: ipo (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
0: so we're looking we're looking for a country that's not the u.s we can narrow it down there
5: can you repeat the question absolutely
0: which nation's nasdaq affiliate did mcdonald's choose for its first non-us ipo
5: Which nation's Nasdaq affiliate? Yeah,
0: Nasdaq is like, it's like the a stock market thing, in case you're not familiar with that particular oh. US thing. And IPO, I think it stands for like initial public offering. That's
5: right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. So we're t- we're talking about a, um. okay. So where did McDonald's put out their share offer after the States? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Japan.
0: Two for two so far on this round. Oh my goodness. Yep. Yeah, it was the Nikkei. All yeah. right. Roll again. Two. All right. This is coming from Genus 3, and Category 2 is Arts and Entertainment. So tell me, what 1983 video has Michael Jackson stopping a gang fight in West Side Story style?
5: Uh, that's bad, isn't it?
0: Oh. Uh, Close.
5: oh no 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 no. Oh, no it's from the bad lp and it's actually beat it
0: it is drat it yes oh. i'm sorry i should have okay. i should have i should have asked is that your final answer game show style <laughs> <But I didn't.
5: laughs> no not at all yeah, i mean, anthony was 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 punished for his <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that still puts you in in the lead so far i don't think beat it's from bad is it i thought beat it was from Thriller. i think Beat it is from thriller
1: Oh, yeah. yes, you're right. I, I was actually playing with a Synclavier emulator yesterday, recreating the intro to uh, Beat It. So. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> Do you have a fun anecdote for like every single question, James? Because <laughs> um,
1: uh, We'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead and roll and we'll see if you have an anecdote for your own question.
1: I may have more anecdotes than answers. <laughs> um, I have a three.
0: All right. this is coming from the Doctor Who edition of Trivial. Oh no.
1: (laughs) Something that I'm supposed to know about.
0: Yeah, doesn't that make it (laughs) scarier? All right, category three is episodes and stories. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: in the sound of drums, what kind of screwdriver does the master wield? I know.
1: A laser?
0: It is. It is a laser screwdriver. Nice work.
6: Okay.
0: So you get to roll again while I grumbly complain about the fact that I had to turn that card from left to right instead of top to bottom, which is incorrect. I hate these licensed <laughs> editions.
1: I rolled a two again.
0: Uh, well, the last one was a three, right?
1: Well, I rolled a two at some other point in the past. That is true. That is true. Quite I just want to make yeah. sure
0: you're not, you're not supposed to be choosing your own, your own edition, because this question is coming to you from the 1980s, where the category is entertainment, Okay. So what singer said, quote, I never had a bad day on that film. I didn't really have to act. I just played myself as a secretary.
1: Uh, Secretary. Singer playing a secretary in the 80s. Mm -hmm. The only singer I I can think of in the movies. But she wasn't a secretary. Um, I'm going to say Madonna, but I don't know the answer.
0: It is not Madonna, but I would watch that is movie. It, what do you think, Paul? Is
1: it Dolly Parton? It
0: is Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, nine to
4: five, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Ghost. That point makes for perfect Paul. sense.
0: All right, Annette, we are on to you. Um,
4: Wait, does James have an anecdote about Dolly Parton?
1: <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I had one about Madonna, but we'll just skip it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there may be another Madonna question coming. All right. Six. All right. This is the Doctor Who edition and okay. category six i love this it's called cast crew and beyond so basically it's wild card <laughs> like could be anything all right which member of the league of gentlemen starred in the episode silence in the library and it is I multiple know. choice so you get <laughs> thank goodness okay mark Gatiss, reese shearsmith jeremy dyson steve pemberton who was in I silence saw. in the library
2: um I don't think Mark Gatiss was I'm gonna just Jeremy Pemberton I'm sorry Liz
0: it, well there's Jeremy Dyson and Steve Pemberton so you're gonna oh, have to let's Di- go
2: Jeremy whatever Dyson Dyson
0: <laughs> oh I'm sorry you would have been half right with the Pemberton part oh <laughs> it, was, it was it was Steve Pemberton I didn't know that either I, I don't know who those people are They're I read guest lists for a <laughs> like we've got the, the mad Scottish whisperer over here. Well, guess what? It's time to stop whispering you just, it's your turn. Is, this is
2: my sole contribution to can, the podcast. Can you whisper the I, answers to me?
5: I like this setting on this.
3: <laughs> I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. It's I, the all the ASMR I hope,
1: edition. It's like the, the NPR Liz. It's... <laughs> ASMR Liz, yeah. I'm throwing
0: sure the taste. Mm-hmm. yes this time it's you get to five. roll a six-sided die it's
4: no, okay five. now it's gone through asmr out to the other side to creepy <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hang on i can do creepy uh, it's up oh, okay not doing
0: the croaky voice thing it's what? a five it's a five okay <laughs> all right liz this question is coming from junior trivia one oh, so gosh. please tell me sake. Yeah, this is this is the game. It's not an actual Trivial Pursuit game. It was just a game that we had for my family when I was a child and oh. I've kept the cards. Junior Trivia 1 is aimed at children from a 5 to 9. Why are you saying this? Stop telling people this. So <laughs> think like a 5 to 9 year old oh, from 1980 80 something. Um. Unhelpful. Uh-huh. Not that all. Oh, I'm, I'm not worried about you right now because your question is, Liz, where is Santa Claus said to live? Where is Santa Claus said to live? There's lots of
3: answers to that. <laughs> oh God, that's, if anybody's going to
0: overcomplicate this question, it was going to be Liz. <laughs>
3: so, okay, okay, um, right. This is an American thing. So it's going to just be the North Pole, right?
0: It, it is exactly, yes, at the North oh, Pole. <laughs> Congratulations, you get to roll again. Oh, good exciting three all right this one is coming from the trivial pursuit millennium edition and i will remind that you mean? that's uh questions from the last millennium not questions for millennials i was rather De- hoping it was the latter yeah afraid Never not mind. Mm-hmm. so uh category three is history okay this is a good start okay well let's see if you know what year did christopher columbus claim cuba for spain Okay, okay, I can get this within a century.
3: <laughs> That's not true. I can get it within a decade. So, um, okay, so Columbus, when was America? Does Did he land in Cuba then for that? It was 1490-ish. I can't remember exactly. That's absolutely terrible. I'm afraid um, this isn't a multiple choice. so Which is a bit unfair. Uh, <laughs> I mm-hmm. come the easy ones are multiple choice i know it's weird <laughs> okay but did he in fact lands on cuba it must have been that voyage right
0: i mean it's... i'm not gonna say anything
3: okay it's okay then it's not gonna ask about another voyage though is it that'd be silly you're not gonna it's it's got to be on that one and i know that I think did he land on the mainland at any point in that, or was it just the um, islandy bits? Oh, I'll, I'll assume that he did. That's fine, right? That's. <laughs> I haven't got another proper answer. Okay, so if it is just the normal one, it's fourteen ninety. Give
0: me a second. It's fourteen ninety two. I didn't think to like start the clock. But uh, I, I suspect that took <laughs> about the exact two minutes that it takes for the classic lizing because, yes, it is 1492.
3: Yay!
1: I can do your Columbus anecdote. Uh, oh. um, <laughs> 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 um, I remember that the names of his ships were uh, Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria because they were the three models of IMAC, the code names for them, <laughs> because Columbus was the code name for the IMAC.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well. I confess the only way I remember that date is the film 1492 mm. Conquest of Paradise that's the only way I remember I know
0: that from year. the uh, from the rhyme uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492
2: that's how I know it too yep.
0: I know it from Sid Meier's colonization which is
2: a terribly,
3: terribly risky game <laughs> oh, dear. That, that was what I'm trying to remember
0: it from that's the first turn is in 1492 Annette is um, one of the. Uh, isn't isn't this ship at uh, at West Edmonton Mall a recreation of like the Santa Maria or something? The Santa Maria. Yep. Yes,
2: we have a fake Santa Maria in our local mall. Mm-hmm. You can go on it. Yep. Any particular reason? Uh, You'd have are, to see this mall. It's just got stuff. Yeah. Come visit and we will explain to you why our mall is like really weird.
1: They've got a bit of the Berlin Wall. Got yeah, visit. I was going to say our mall is no over Berlin there. Wall, but Do they all yes. have like a, a gimmick of some kind? I mean,
2: we all yeah, s- there's a there's a Europa Street. So you could like go to a fake Europe and a fake New Orleans. And
0: they have like uh, animal shows with like penguins and sea lions and stuff. <laughs> yeah.
2: And a water park. And there's a water I mean, side. Isn't,
1: isn't Canada's just fake Europe anyway? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <In a way. laughs> i mean
2: you're uh, not that far off uh, liz you it's do probably get- more like fake us yeah but a little bit of both actually now that i'm yeah I'm we're a mashup yep
0: liz you do get to roll again
2: a three please
0: all right this is coming from the tv edition and category three is a drama uh, the tv edition was published in i believe 1991 so keep that in mind what detective series was axed by CBS in 1983, but returned after a mail-in campaign by the National Organization for Women? The detective um, series. Okay. Um,
3: uh, I kind of want to... I don't know detective series. <laughs> um, right. So that's an American detective series. And I only, I think, do I know one? The only one I know that I can remember that isn't like Sherlock one or moderny
0: ones is Columbo. So that's it. Well, it is a, that is a detective series. However, answer to this. Can I I guess? Yeah, go for it.
2: Is it murder? She wrote.
0: It is not.
5: Can I I, guess? Yes. Is it Cagney and Lacey?
0: It is Cagney and Lacey. Oh my
3: goodness. That was going to be my guess too. I should have said something. Ghost no, I knew. I around. was like thinking. I thought that was like a police drama. Not. A I was detective. thinking. Are they
1: police detectives? Does that count yeah. as a detective show? Because exactly. detective that is hasn't... like unlicensed.
0: Yeah, uh, that's law stuff. I would not describe that as a detective show. No, police yeah. drama. A detective is a a, a police position. A rank. Uh, we we yeah, understand it. But... So that's But speaking. we're quibbling because we
5: didn't yes. get the point.
3: Yes. I am quibbling because so I didn't get the point. Obviously, it's Cagney and Lacey now. Mm-hmm. You said that. Yeah, I yeah.
0: learned a lot about that show in my uh, one of my like history of television classes in college because the uh, professor had written a book on Cagney and Lacey, so that was one of our major textbooks. <laughs> yeah, love when that happens. All right, Anthony, round to you. All
4: right. I am rolling. It's a one.
0: Coming from genus five, category one is people and places. What U.S. state once named John Denver as its poet laureate?
4: <laughs> okay, well, I have no idea, so I'm going to guess Colorado because Denver.
0: <laughs> it's a good guess, and it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. All right, you get to roll again.
4: God, God bless him. <laughs>
0: I mean, there may have been another reason, but I don't know it.
4: There probably wasn't, let's face it. <laughs> I rolled a two.
0: All right, this one is coming from the Silver Screen edition, in which the uh, abbreviation on the card for category two is TIT. Which I can't look at without giggling. It stands for titles. I just feel like maybe they could have picked a little bit better um, the abbreviation. So tell me, what 1974 flick featured Charles Bronson as a California melon grower who crossed swords with the local mafia? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yep, Apparently, this Uh... is a thing.
5: It's, it's where the it's where the melon farmer stuff comes from, Anthony. you know. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, it really is. You're
4: talking to me, you melon farmer? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. good Lord. Uh, I, I only know about three Charles Bronson movies, and none of them feature melons to the best of my
0: knowledge. He's <laughs> not that kind.
1: Uh, man, I, I mean... Recall. Yes, I thought it, but I didn't say it. Of
0: course.
4: <laughs> I'm the host. I can well, I mean, she it. did say... The, that abbreviation? No, never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right?
5: Maybe she's wrong about what... Yeah. Yes,
1: well, that maybe that's the it. link for all
6: these questions.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Grapes of Wrath.
5: I have no I, idea. I, I, I think I know this. Do you, Paul? Go on. Is it Mr. Majestic?
0: It is. I've never heard of this film. Nor me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you get a you get an extra Tell us more, Paul. Extra it, it, shiny it, it, points.
5: That all that stuff about Melon Farmer is is real. That's actually from the movie. Wow. They they have their own MF word in that movie and it <laughs> is Melon Farmer. That's
4: amazing. <laughs>
0: wow. My goodness. Well that brings us to the end of round two, uh in which Liz has Lized herself to the front of the pack with three points. Uh then we have a three-way tie. Paul, James, and Anthony have two points. And Annette is beloved. That's I have a thank you. I have you. a, I I have a question. How did I get 3 points? Cuz you answered two questions correctly. Did I
4: That's how it
0: works. Yep, Yep, you did. You knew. uh, You knew the North Pole and 1492. Oh, sorry, I've completely forgot about Santa. (laughs) Okay, right. Yes, I think it's because
1: your round took about 15 minutes. (laughs) That was one round.
3: Look, Santa also lives in Lapland. Okay, it's very difficult. Also in
2: Canada. Yeah, the North Pole doesn't live in Canada.
3: It
1: does. Nearby mall that has ships.
3: (laughs) He does not live in
2: Canada. (laughs) He does live in in Canada. Canada.
3: Right, I'm ignoring the Canadians now for being wrong. This is
2: my hill I will die on. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry Canada,
3: but only fake Santa's live there. I'm
0: sorry. Hey, we whatever, have Lap, yeah. We literally have the North Pole. We got Santa baby. We have a postal code H O
2: H O H O. You can send him mail. And you can go mail and back. visit Santa in Lapland.
3: Okay? That's where he really is. Yeah. He's not at the North Pole, mm, either. you're wrong.
2: Don't but- buy it.
0: Oh Canadian. Paul put Paul, the please best. put this to rest by rolling a die. <laughs> <laughs> two. Alright, this is coming from Trivial Pursuit, the Millennium Edition. Category two is Arts and Entertainment. So who's the voice for over a dozen Simpsons characters, including Mo, Chief Wiggum, and Apu? Now and I'll point out this game came out in nineteen ninety eight.
5: Is that Phil Hartman?
0: Nope, it is Hank Azaria who I believe um, recently decided not to voice Apu anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: yeah, he he retired the character this year.
5: So
0: yeah, well, a lot of these cards are are outdated, but that's that's just part of it. Mellon Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, you may roll.
1: I may. Um, uh, six.
0: All right. This is coming from the 1980s edition. Category six is wild card. Could be anything. Oh, boy. All right. Sorry. Just you'll you'll probably understand why I said, oh, boy, in that voice when I read this question. What word appeared an average of 21.21 times per page in Donald Trump's bestseller? Oh, boy. Uh. Um... <laughs> Me? Oh, man, you are so close. It was actually I, but you are, like... You should really vet these cards.
3: <laughs> <your own hands. laughs> I
0: can't give you a point for that, but I i do salute you for, for totally understanding. Yeah. Annette, it's your turn. It's a beautiful
4: answer. Mm-hmm. The best answer. It's the greatest. <laughs> Two.
0: All right. This is coming from the Baby Boomer edition. In which let's see ss i'm pretty sure that's still stage and screen so who picked up tony awards for rhinoceros a funny thing happened on the way to the forum
2: and fiddler on the roof seen none of these movies
0: well it's, um, a, it's a tony award
2: so it wouldn't be oh, for so, movies hmm. i don't know barbara streisand
0: no it was zero Mostel. Which I, I don't know if I would have gotten that or not. Possibly. I don't. I don't know who he is. I only know him from uh, the producers, the original movie. <laughs> like that's where I know him from. <laughs> All right, Liz. It is your turn. Can please. you put some points on the board in this round? Because nobody else has done it so far. Four, please, Bob. All right. This is coming from the 1990s edition in the fancy tin. Uh, I like
3: it's from a decade I remember.
0: And th- these cards are actually numbered based on year. So I can tell you the exact year this question comes from. It comes from 1999. That is definitely a year I remember. I like this. All right. And category four is trends. Although the, the abbreviation is TRD, which does not make me think trend. Just saying. All right. What apparel chain rubbed animal rights activists the wrong way with an Everybody in Leather campaign?
3: Oh. Okay, well, I don't <laughs> know, but presumably I can come up with the name of uh, a American, right? This is an American Duda.
0: Uh I would assume so.
3: Okay, but there are things that are crossing over, so...
0: Phew, um, I don't actually know a lot about apparel companies, so I, I wouldn't even know... <laughs> where any of them come from
3: um okay so I don't (laughs) you have like I definitely know that America has urban outfitters and I'm uh, or wait hang on there's names of like designer people and those are stores right yes sometimes like you have um what's his face like are there like Hugo Boss or Tommy Hilfiger like actual stores? Is that a thing? I I, I genuinely don't... just brand. no.
4: Yes, yes, it's. A thing. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the clue.
0: <laughs> um, well, that doesn't mean that it's the right answer. <laughs> and, and did did they have them in 1999? Is the question? I don't know. Well, it, really,
3: the only one I know is. <sighs> um. Other I'm trying to think
1: who would be into leather in the 90s <laughs> it's
3: like, I, don't, I don't know how old Urban Outfitters like Gap's really old and I assume Bloomingdale's isn't like a chain though is it, that's from Friends um, I'm
1: pretty is sure it? that's real
3: No it's real, but it's I've like I've been in one, there's,
4: isn't Bloomingdale's a department store? That's again? what I
3: thought, oh. it's just a singular department store, like well, is there more than one Tiffany's? They, d- It's not Tiffany's, they don't sell leather <laughs> There well, is a Tiffany's at the West. <laughs> Ed-
0: there is a Tiffany's at West Edmonton Mall. It's does true. it sell leather, not that I know of. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the, the only Somebody thing I know is a store and is quite old.
3: Is Gap.
4: In fact, they have a monument to leather in a plexiglass case. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a cow. <laughs> All
0: right. So Liz is a that sacred cow. Is that your answer? Yes. Liz has Lized it. It is the Gap. Oh, yes. I mean, spare wow. this one. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But it
3: counts because it's just Gap, right? We just call it Gap here. That's fine, right? It's the Gap, but I'm giving it to you.
0: Thank you. Mm
5: -hmm. It's like she has a conversation with the universe and (laughs) space-time bends. (laughs) And and
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, that's right. This is the first game show that Paul has been on with Liz. He hasn't witnessed this before. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It only works if I actually know
3: it. It doesn't work if, like, I don't know a thing. Mm -hmm. but go on you
1: say that (laughs) but you didn't know that
3: well I didn't know know it, but it's like
0: that's the one
1: (sighs) the information just comes to her
0: okay number one (laughs) all right this one is coming from the Star Trek 50 Anniversary oh, I mean, Edition. Oof. Interesting. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. At last, my dream has come true on this podcast. <laughs>
0: wow, and she's really world. excited. I'm still. I'm still going to take a moment to complain that the name of this game is the Star Trek Star Trek fifty Anniversary Edition. It's not fiftieth. It's just okay. The 50 okay. Anniversary.
3: Right. 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 Calm, right.
0: calm, Gotta hold it together. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, question one. Let's see. Or category one. Uh, is crew members. So okay. in the category of crew members, tell me who was the chief medical officer on the Enterprise prior to Dr. McCoy. Okay, okay, okay. I can
3: see his face. They're in the room. It's, um... What's he called? Come on, old guy, old guy.
1: <laughs> and thus it begins. The Shut up, I'm going to
3: remember the damn thing. A <laughs> shush so
2: I can hear the... The scene So I can hear the voices in my head. Mm-hmm. I genuinely mean that. Or just keep talking so she can't.
1: Yeah. Right. That ghost that was whispering before—I think—is whispering. No.
2: Anybody ever done? Has anybody
5: ever done forensic audio during her listening to hear if you can hear <laughs> keyboards
1: going clatter, clatter, clatter?
0: <laughs> no, I can tell you from ex- like I know that if Liz
2: was typing on her, you know, we've done some of the these keyboard? in person. Yeah.
1: Liz's keyboard is like. It's like, you know, that group Stomp that do the sort of <laughs> banging on them. Shh,
3: I can't actually remember. This is really bad. Oh, no, God. I can't remember. It's not. I mean, we oh can't just God. be
0: quiet for you because it's a podcast. So. It, it is.
3: I can't even remember any scenes where they say his stupid name. This is terrible.
0: (laughs) She (laughs) finally gets her wish, but uh, what a what a monkey's paw of a monkey's paw.
3: Episode.
1: Oh
0: my god!
3: I don't. I mean, I can describe him for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not how this works.
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) fuck. There isn't someone like after him that's super early. No, there's not. I don't, it's not, because it's it's (laughs) not a character who's in it very much, and he doesn't say anything, and. Oh no! -hmm. Um, uh, God, just think of a name in it then.
0: Someone who's not one of the. um, uh, (laughs) We're looking for a doctor. Well, a chief medical officer. Maybe, maybe it wasn't
3: the, uh, the only one who's not Spock or I can remember is Josie Tyler, but I know it's not him. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to have to say that because Josie Tyler, shut up.
0: I'm afraid that is not it. it Who was is it? Apparently somebody named Dr. Mark Piper.
3: That that doesn't click. Are you sure?
0: That's what the card says. I honestly, this is another one of those stupid cards that I have to turn left to right instead of up to down. So I'm perfectly willing to believe the card's wrong, but that is what the card says. So I'm just going to go with it. Because I have have never
3: heard of that person in my life.
0: Probably. Yeah, considering the veracity of the Doctor Who trivia, uh, who knows? Uh... Who knows? Uh... I (laughs) invite our listeners to visit Memory Alpha and find out. If, that, if that's right or not. I'm uh, writing that down to check out after the fucking podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. All right. I am rolling a two.
0: All right. This is coming from the 1980s. Category two is entertainment. What Brian mm-hmm. De Palma flick begins and ends with a shower scene? Oh. Ah. I don't think that was the name of it.
4: <laughs> but it could have been do you know so here's a funny thing I'm actually not sure if I've ever seen a Brian De Palma movie as crazy as that may sound mm-hmm. uh, uh,
0: I nobody's I, nobody's whispering that they know this one though so don't feel I bad know this one. <laughs> I know I, this one I, I don't know oh,
4: Dog Day Afternoon I have no idea that was not it Paul? Um, Body Double?
0: Nope, it's not that one. Oh. Good guess, though. Uh, It's Dressed to Kill.
4: Ah. I have never seen that movie.
0: I think I might have, but I've forgotten everything about it, and I feel like it was maybe a little on purpose, despite... Everything that just happened. Liz is still the only one to come out with a point uh in that points. in that round. So she remains at at the top of the heap with four points. And we still have our three way tie for a second with uh Paul, James, and Anthony. And um go Annette!
2: That's what I say. I'm very comfortable with my inability to answer trivia questions. I think. I'm just, you know, <laughs> it's my jam to come hang out and answer nothing right. <laughs>
0: It's it's good to have a thing. That's yeah. your thing. All right. Well, we're back to the top. So, Paul, you may roll your die. Uh, six. All right. This is coming from the Disney Family. or uh, Excuse me, the Walt Disney Family Edition, and it is coming mm. from the kids' box. I will point out that the Disney Family Edition from. Uh, the 1980s that I have is simply a game with one box for grownups and one box for kids that they can play together. They're not all Disney questions. So please don't yell at me when I ask a question and it's not the Disney thing. Okay. But it actually will be in this case. (laughs) Category six, Paul, welcome to the world of leisure. So please tell me (laughs) what famed portrait sports a mustache at Disneyland's Pinocchio's Daring Journey. And that would have been, as of, let's see, what year did this one come out? Uh, 1986, what famed portrait sports a mustache at Disneyland's Pinocchio's Daring Journey?
5: Hmm. Now, uh, if...
0: I hope to God they didn't get the actual, like, real painting and add a mustache. That would be terrible. Oh,
5: okay, thank you. That's, oh, right, that's good. That tells me it's a famous painting, the Mona Lisa that's it ah oh, there got we are the
0: mona lisa with a mustache
5: hmm.
0: all right you may roll again two all right this is also coming from the walt disney family edition this one's coming from the grown-ups box however i used to call it the adult box and that just didn't go well <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'd like yeah. one from the adult box please <laughs> yeah uh so welcome to the world of music What's the colorful title of Culture Club's second album? Oh. <laughs> I um, just heard all the air code of Antony.
5: <laughs> is it uh, painting by numbers?
0: Oh I'm afraid. Oh, color me. by numbers. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm, What's I'm, it called? I'm being generous. It is it is color by numbers.
5: Oh You just made a sort of noise. I know. I need to stop <laughs> I need to stop
0: doing that. But that's okay. I will continue to to make ridiculous sounds, and hopefully it'll help all my players. So, Paul, you get to roll again.
5: Four, please.
0: All right. This one is coming from genus five. Category four is science and nature. What physicist's preserved brain revealed that the section controlling abstract thought was unusually big?
5: Well, I know they preserved Einstein's brain, so let's say Albert Einstein.
0: That's correct. And Ooh, with that, lovely. that gives us our first our first sweep of the game. Paul got Ooh. all three of his possible questions, and that means it's time to move on to James.
1: Mm, well, I'm not going to do as good.
0: <laughs> be positive, James.
1: Um, I'll be positive with an, a two.
0: All right. This is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 20th Anniversary Edition. Category two is stage and screen. What network news anchor? Hor- oh, excuse me. What networks? What networks news anchor? Jorge Ramos was watched by more folks in Houston, Miami, and L.A. than Brokaw, rather or Jennings, in 2000. Let me read that again. What networks? <laughs> yeah, those It's a weird, awkward question. There's a lot of commas in here. What networks news anchor? Jorge Ramos, was watched by more folks in Houston, Miami, and L.A. than Brokaw, Rather, or Jennings in 2000.
1: Okay, so first of all, I have to remember the names of any American news networks. I'm just going to say CNN because I
0: don't know. It is, it's not CNN. It's also not an American news network. It is Univision. Univision.
6: Which well, I, don't I do is not think feel run...
0: bad that I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's run out of what? the States. I mean, maybe it is, but it is an entirely Spanish language channel. And I thought it was from Mexico, but I could be wrong. I've watched quite a bit of it. But uh, yeah, Annette, it is your turn. Five. All right. This is coming from the 1960s. Oh, Annette's other special talent is being able to get sports and leisure questions more often oh, than anybody I'm else so... I've ever met.
2: Good at sports too. Maybe it's leisure. <laughs> well, it's a knitting question. It's really not leisure. Sorry. How many different
0: Big Ten football teams won conference championships in the sixties?
2: Okay, so this is just a number. I one mean, it's, to it's ten. a number
0: of a team one to ten. So, like that narrows it so down. So we're
2: gonna go four. It
0: was nine. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that question. That's all I can say. from one from one canadian to another i'm sorry sorry i'm sorry i got it wrong (laughs) liz you may roll five please all right this is coming from the baby boomer edition and the category five is lives and times (laughs) yep (laughs) lots of fun categories here who was the shortest of the original mercury astronauts okay short Um, astronaut
3: (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, you wanna know what the annoying thing is? I know the names of the women
0: <laughs> Maybe one of them was short?
3: No, because it won't be them, it'll be the, the dudes, and I don't I don't know who any of the dudes are, I don't think. I'm pretty sure I don't. Um Right. Obviously all the women are actually shorter though. Mm-hmm. So um Yeah, okay. It is. It is the Mercury Seven ones we're taught. Yeah, this is the it just baby says, boomer. This is
0: the fifties, right? Yeah. It just says the original Mercury astronauts. I'm yeah. Okay. It's sure.
3: um, the only two I know are are Alan Shepard and that one who was on Fraser. <laughs> oh come on, he's is famous. He's still about,
0: isn't he? <laughs> um, Glenn, someone or other. Uh, Alan Shepard. Then. No, it was. It was not. Does anybody else know this? I know there are.
5: Um, I'll venture a guess. Maybe. Uh, Gordo Cooper?
0: Nope. It was. John Glenn! Nope. Damn it. Somebody I've never heard of. Uh, oh. Vir- Virgil Grissom. No, not heard of. Gus Grissom. All right. Anthony, it is your turn.
4: All right. I have rolled a one.
0: This is coming from the 1980s. The category is personalities. What mm-hmm. great Dane, and D is capitalized, so great Dane, went Oscarless? With Eddie Murphy, Sly Stallone, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I think they're not talking about a dog. I'm pretty sure they're talking about a person who's Danish. Oscarless. Oscarless. Yep. Oscarless is also capitalized. Oh, okay. Right. You're Uh, supposed to whisper that, James.
1: um, The the ghost in my ear says, I know the answer.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Can you you read the whole. Now that we understand the actual, what the words mean, can you read the Certainly, whole thing again? Yep.
0: What great Dane went Oscarless with Eddie Murphy, Sly Stallone, and Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Actually, the ghost has just told me it doesn't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost is mistaken.
4: Uh, do you know, I, I'm genuinely not sure. I'm going to say Dolph Lundgren.
0: It's a good guess. It's not correct. It is uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Oh, I don't get the... What does that mean? I wish I could tell you. Um, <laughs> sadly, <laughs> the 1980s edition does not come with any additional information like the 2000s edition does. So I don't what, know. Were they all in what, a movie together or did they all lose in the
2: it same feels year? that's what they imply.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't remember Stallone I don't and Schwarzenegger in a film together in the end. Like
5: not in, in the
1: eighties,
2: yeah.
5: Bridget Nielsen is not going to be a losing Oscar candidate.
4: That, exactly, that's what the well way I don't they all did <laughs> the
5: So well they all lost. You're right. <laughs> with, but they weren't along with the rest of them. the planet. I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish I had an Oscar list. I wish I had a memory alpha for, for the Oscars that I could point I mean, people to. The only
4: thing, the only thing I can think of is that Sly Stallone was in a movie called Oscar a comedy movie about the mob, which actually is kind of underrated. It should have been on Justly Um But Bridget uh sorry, but Schwarzenegger is not in that, I'm pretty sure. Bridget Nielsen might be now that I think about it, but I'm sure that Schwarzenegger isn't. So
0: what a weird question. Yeah.
1: I mean, it could have been a cameo.
0: Go home, Trivial Pursuit. You're drunk. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> yep. All right. If only. Well, that brings us to the, to the end of our, our final normal round. So that's the last of our, our, our rounds with, with three turns. So we have uh, a new leader. Paul has squeaked into the lead with Ooh. five points after his sweep. Liz is close Ooh. on his heels with four. James and Antony are still tied at two. And I still love Annette. So we've got... Uh, <laughs> now is when we start the uh, the final final round. Oh, no. In which case there are no turn limits. So everybody gets to... That's going to be really helpful. Well, I mean, if you go at a run, you could absolutely catch up... And win. We are going to still start out with Paul to basically set the number that everybody else is shooting for. So, okay, five. Paul has rolled a five. That question is coming from the 1960s. The category is sports and leisure. So, what super year was Joe Namath's "I Can't Wait Until Tomorrow" published? I can't wait Mm -hmm. until tomorrow is in italics because obviously it was a book.
5: A super year.
0: Super year.
5: And it's the in the sixties.
0: Mm-hmm. Which of the sixties is the most super year? Do you think? <laughs> nineteen sixty-three. That's the hey, best one. Excuse me.
3: <laughs> what? It was a joke, but also true. <laughs> I
0: am pretty sure Joe Namath didn't write anything about Doctor Who in his book, but I could be wrong. I've never read it.
5: Nineteen sixty-seven.
0: Afraid not. It hmm.
5: is nineteen sixty-nine.
0: Was that the year? No,
4: hang on. That wasn't the year of the first Super Bowl, was it? Was that the year the Jets won the Super Bowl? Didn't Joe Namath?
0: Anthony, you know more about American football than anybody else on this podcast. Yes, that's I'm going to say confidently. Yes, it is. <laughs> 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 so, so maybe, maybe that's the reason for that question. I'm, I'm glad we at least have a guess. That makes so, sense. my
5: pace setting is set at zero.
0: Well, it's it's <laughs> it's at five. You set it at five.
5: Oh, okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So we are we are now going to swoop around to the uh, to the lowest contestant, and uh, Annette, who would that be? That's you. So you know this could be your time. You could, in fact, go on a, a ridiculous run. I, I once had a I it. once
2: had a little sweep of like three or four questions at this round, mm-hmm. so it's possible. I rolled a one.
0: All right, it's coming from the Doctor Who edition. Critical fail. Well, uh, Time Lords is your category in the Doctor Who edition. What is Jackson Lake's profession before he begins to think he is the doctor?
2: Oh, I even know who Jackson Lake is. He is the not doctor, the Christmas special. And can I list this out? Ooh. Yes. I think of <laughs> a century, he said. He is, he's not a, like a literal doctor, is he? No no <laughs> you know what go ahead go ahead ghost give some hints
0: but he
3: requires certain things I don't know I <laughs> but he sort of could have got a doctorate if he tried really hard
6: at what he does
2: sort of maybe that's a terrible clue I'm, I'm not sure Let's say I know he has a wife and he is a kid and uh, he yeah. likes to add numbers. <laughs>
0: All right. He... That's enough clues. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Is he a bookkeeper? Is that your guess?
0: Yes. I have no idea. No. Ghost, would you like to tell us what he was? He is a teacher of yes.
2: numbers. He was a school teacher, according to the oh, card. See, I don't remember that. This is why I'm terrible at this game, because I don't love that either. All right. So, uh, excellent. I also set the bar at zero.
0: <laughs> it was an excellent try. <laughs> um, we are going to jump to James next.
1: I appreciate the bar being set such that I cannot be last, no matter how badly I do.
2: You're welcome, James. I did this for you.
1: I, I, I appreciate <laughs> it very much. Um, I have rolled a three.
0: All right, this is coming from the Genus 5 edition. Category 3 is history. What South American nation got stuck with five-year-old Pedro II as emperor in
1: 1831?
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm so annoying. That ghost.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to have to guess uh, Brazil.
0: You guessed Correct. correctly. That's Yay. that's one more. This is where the run starts. You may roll again.
1: This may be where it ends. Um.
4: I want to do an audio production of Hamlet now where the ghost is just
1: continually whispering
4: in his ear the <laughs> whole way through.
6: <laughs>
4: really annoying. Stop
6: looking at your mother like that, Hamlet. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> very inappropriate. No, not him, you fool.
1: <laughs> that, that was a bit more... Um, Danger mouse than a ghost. I Um I rolled another twos, this time two twos in a row. So No,
0: um, the last time you got a th- you rolled a three. Did I? Yeah.
1: I keep why I n- numbers are really not my thing. Um <laughs>
0: So, I mean, we literally have it on tape. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't like actually scrub back the, while the, we're recording.
1: So the problem is, and I'll tell you why this is happening, is that I'm alternating between rolling in an app ah. and actual dice. So I'm forgetting which I used last. It's
0: <laughs> um, a good reason for that, then. All right, we've, used, we've got a two now. It's coming from the Doctor Who edition. Oh, dear. And the category two is companions.
1: Mm-hmm. So...
0: On entering the TARDIS for the first time, what was unusual about the way new companion Clara Oswald described its size?
1: Uh, um... Even uh, I know this. Yes, <laughs> so Thank you, Ghost. You're very helpful. That regular. <laughs> No, there's like so many knockoff ghosts now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm suing him for copyright infringement. Did she say it was smaller on the outside?
0: She did. She certainly did. Yes, the full answer says she said it's smaller on the outside. Whereas most people say it's bigger on the inside. I'm not making you say all of that. Uh, I
1: I managed to liz my way to the answer. I'm quite proud. That felt
0: good. I feel like I helped you with my brain. Yes.
1: Thank you, correct ghost.
4: (laughs) Excuse me. I was the one who said.
0: We have too many ghosts. But
1: but it was that ghost that gave me the answer.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Uh, You get to roll again.
1: I have rolled... Well, I haven't because I haven't done it yet. Um, I, okay, this time I rolled a two. Okay,
0: like, that means... I'm
1: pretty sure the last time was a two.
0: Yes, that, uh, that certainly was. So you get to choose the edition your question comes from.
1: I am going to... Uh, I'm going to go for Junior Trivia 1.
0: Junior Trivia 1. It's a classic. All right. Question number two from Junior Trivia 1, which, by the way, has no categories. It's just a bunch of questions. Um Let's see. What is attached to a sulky in racing? Sulky is spelled S-U-L-K-Y. What is attached to a sulky in racing?
1: Okay, well, clearly the children of America (laughs) have a completely different education to (laughs) those uh, in the UK. Um, I mean, I just think of selkies, which are sort of like uh, um, spirits of the, the waters, um, that
0: would be an interesting race. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, if you had selkies uh, attached. Um,
0: what is attached to a selkie in racing?
1: Um,
0: racing now, with attachments. Racing.
1: Now, racing could mean many things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't think it means necessarily horse racing. Um
0: gonna lose this one?
1: I I'm I'm gonna try. Uh I mean I've got nothing to lose. Although she um, does claim
0: all oh power. She does claim it only works if it's something that you know and it's like, you know, in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, but I I maybe I do know. Oh who you knows? Twist. Um, um is it the finish line?
0: It is not. It is actually just A horse. I was going to guess a horse, but I thought that was a stupid
1: answer. Well, don't lose giving a stupid answer, James. Please tell us that we know what a silky is.
0: I still have no idea. Oh, no. I don't know. Not a clue. I have never heard of a silky. So I would not have gotten that question right in the uh, 1980s, uh, 1984. But
1: clearly, my, I did know the answer. I just didn't listen to the lizzing that uh, was happening because uh, mm. I did think horse and then yeah. my brain said, no, that's it's a stupid
4: a horse. Era. No, because how can a horse be attached
0: to anything? I mean, maybe well, a sulky Something is... can
4: be attached to a horse, sure.
0: Or maybe it's like the, the little carriage thing that they pull behind it, like Ben Hur style. Oh, maybe that's yeah. a sulky. Oh. I'm totally guessing here because I do not know. Uh, again, is there a memory alpha for racing, for horse <laughs> racing? For horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we are around to Antony.
4: Mm-hmm. I rolled a two. Keep rolling lots of twos on these dice.
0: Well, you just need to roll them in order, like right next to each other. Yeah. So roll another one after that. you get this question right, we hope. Uh, this is coming from the 2000s edition. It is the green category. Uh, so the whole card is green. Science and tech is the main category. The subcategory is Web Celebs. So, Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what Chris Brown tune propelled Kevin, Jill, and their dancing attendants down the aisle in a 2009 wedding video that got 45 million hits?
4: Well, I was not one of those 45 million <laughs>
1: uh, viewers, so I... Were you working on a I'm magazine in. about the web around about that time?
4: <laughs> no, no. By 2000, I had moved. I had moved on. Well, this uh, is 2009, I was in, I was in the London office. So yeah. Oh, d- oh, 2009. Good lord, no. 2009. I was. I'd been sat here at home uh, for seven years. Um, <laughs> Good excuse. Os- slowly ossifying. Uh oh, man. I mean, I barely even know who Chris Brown is, other than things that I won't say on a family podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I genuinely have no idea. I'm going to say Dancing Queen by ABBA because I really <laughs> have no idea. I'm going to say he covered it mm. and it was so good that flight attendants danced to it.
0: I'm afraid not. Uh, does anybody know this? <laughs> I didn't. It's a, it's a song called Forever. So, I, And I have seen that video. I just don't really know the song. So I guess I was one of the 45 million. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that leaves you with a, a respectable score. Of two. I respect you. <laughs> don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you, and your score is two. Therefore, the score is respectable, and it's not a lie. All right. That brings us to our final contestant, Liz, who has four points and only needs one to tie, two, to win the game outright. Ooh. So, Liz. I really don't think I scored in the first round. Roll but a die. you go ahead. I,
5: I mean, you know, I'm starting to be persuaded.
0: Uh, okay, it's a three. (laughs) I mean, if you didn't, then somebody on the internet will tell me. I have actually often thought about bringing Steven in to just be my scorekeeper and have him do all the paperwork for me while I ask the question. So uh, if it turns out I was wrong about this, then maybe next game I will have a lackey. I wouldn't mind, (laughs)
3: generally, but... I have been very annoying with the ghost thing, so I'm feeling guilty. Uh,
0: what was did you say it was a three?
5: I don't want to cheat and stop her winning now.
0: It was, it was a three. All right. It is coming from the Trivial Pursuit Millennium Edition. Okay, I got one right on this before, didn't I? Yes. You did. I it may have even been the category of history, which is what this is. Oh
3: yes. Okay, yes it was. Yes it was. Okay. Okay. Hit me.
0: Alright, so what presidential advisor was paid. <laughs>
3: It's paid, American
0: <laughs> history. Was paid $2.5 $2. million to pen his memoirs in 1996. All right. Okay. This is not impossible. Uh, American advisor.
3: So like, did you say presidential there? An American president? Presidential advisor. Right. Okay. 1996. Mm-hmm. All right. So who was your, like, your prezi then? That was like Clinton years, right?
1: I think I might actually know the answer.
3: Oh God, American advisor. So presumably, someone interesting, obviously. Um, <sighs> um someone. What bad things happened that people are so interested many. in? That that's... <laughs> well, <laughs> when when was your Nixon scandal How long thing? You Is there anyone still alive from
0: that? I mean, probably several people, but I don't know if a presidential advisor would be one of them. Possibly. <sighs>
3: What's, what's his name? <laughs>
0: Not him. Oh, God. John God. Smith. Um. I do like the idea of just picking a random, very American sounding name.
3: Yeah. Did you say,
0: okay. Annette said, like, Annette said John Smith. John Smith. Like political advisor. Specifically to the president, presidential advisor.
3: Okay, a political advisor to the president who was alive in 1986 and presumably did something like... Interesting enough to
0: make people want to read his memoirs.
2: (sighs) Or at least make somebody
0: want to pay $2.5 million for him to write them. I can't guarantee anybody read them. Right.
3: Did they sell
0: well? (laughs) It's not on the card. Sadly, this is not a 2000s edition. I have no (laughs) more, I have nothing but the answer.
3: Do some of them give you, like, answers? Um, Not answers, like, context. Nope.
0: Not until you get to the 2000s edition.
3: Yeah, no, I meant that. Um, All right, an advisor, not a president. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like... What's his name? Who's like the only adventure, adventure advisor person I can actually think of, except I can't remember his stupid <laughs> name. Um, okay, do CIA people count? Do FBI people count as like your advisors? Mm. Don't know. Um,
0: I, I can't. I'm going to need a name. Something turns I
3: really don't
0: know um
3: i got I got nothing I can't even remember what should we call it that I'm actually trying to remember that was the Dixon dude um the only person I can remember connected to that is McNamara right now that'll
0: do McNamara that is that is not the answer does anybody i' i had never even heard of this person I will be honest it is uh it
1: wasn't like. Was it Stephanopoulos?
0: It wasn't. That was the one that I was going to guess, though.
4: Okay. I, oh, I was going to say, it's not Spyro Agnew, was it? Nope.
0: Not him either. I See, I've heard of those names. I'm not familiar, however, with Dick Morris. So, mm.
4: that's...
0: Uh, nope. No. Yep. Well, I think it have
4: been Randy Baumgardner.
0: I don't feel bad, then, if I hadn't hear <laughs> <And laughs> heard that, of him. that brings us to the end. And that puts Paul, first-time player as a first-time Goodness. winner. Congratulations. Pleasing.
3: Oh,
5: lovely. Thank you.
0: <laughs> all right. That was, that was delightful. I want to thank all of my, my players and all of the ghosts that are floating around in the room. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Paul, James, Annette, Liz, Anthony, and Random Ghosts. And uh, thank you, as always, to our non-random listeners. Please join us again on the next Incomparable Game Show. Ta-ta for now.